Welcome to the Big Ideas for Small Business podcast, hosted by fellow small business owner, Tim Hayden. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Big Ideas for Small Business. I'm your host, Tim Hayden. And hey, we're doing part two of Family Meeting. So I'm honored to have Ron Reese with us again. Uh, Ron is president of Reese and Associates in uh, Greenville, South Carolina, and he is an originating member of the Kim S. Miller Family Enterprise Institute of South Carolina at Anderson University. As I said on the last podcast, that's a mouthful. <laughs> <laughs> and he's on the advisory council. And a side note, our biz- our family-owned business is a founding family. Thank you, sir. So, uh, Ron, we are glad to have you back for part two. I'm glad to be here for part two. Part yep. one was fun, too. That's great. Hey, so, Ron, tell our listeners a little bit about yourself if they didn't happen to hear about it on part one. Sure. Well, professionally, I have been a psychologist forever, it seems like, and I've been in independent practice in Greenville, South Carolina since uh, 1976, and somewhere in the 90s, I got really involved in consulting to family enterprises, family businesses, and it's been my passion ever since. I love it. I've met some of the greatest people and amazing stuff and amazing places. And um, probably in that period of time, I've consulted with a little over 300 family businesses. Okay. All shapes and sizes. Yeah. And uh, like I said previously, I'm married this year for the 50 years. And like I said previously, she <laughs> thinks it's perfect. So. And a lightning might strike pretty soon. <laughs> and a son that is uh, in his late 30s and about I'm about to be a grandfather for That's the great. first time. Yeah. So that'll be exciting. That is very exciting. We're excited for you. So, And again, thanks for being with us today. Hey, Ron, so you, you ask our listeners in our last podcast, you know, I asked you a question, what's one piece of advice that you give our listeners today? And you said, have a family meeting. So I know that when I heard you speak a few weeks ago, one of my takeaways was that I need to have a family meeting. So Ron, let's walk through what I should do. I have never had one. Uh, I want to have one. So let me give you a little bit of backstory. Is that um, you know my wife and I uh, have been married this year 30 years. So we've got a daughter, Bailey, that uh, is graduating uh the best university in the country, in my opinion. And our listeners have heard me say that. Clemson University, she'll have a degree in accounting. And our son is uh, Tucker. He is 18, and he is graduating high school uh, this year. So we've got a a 30-year anniversary. We've got a a college graduation and a high school graduation. So there's a lot of moving pieces. And my children have worked in our business. So they worked some in the summers and – just to give you a little bit more backstory, I want to give my children the same opportunity that I was given. And that, you know, I grew up in our family business and I knew this is what I wanted to do. I want them to have the same thing. So uh, they know they know some of the things that go on on a day-to-day basis here. You know, I share information with them, you know, if we're about to close a big deal or things like that. But uh, But they don't know what they don't know because they're young and they're just getting started. And one of my one of my plans personally, and I know I'm talking a lot here, Ron. We can start to unpack this. You go right ahead. Is um, I want uh, you know I want our ch- my our children to work outside the business for a little bit, and so our daughter, you know, she she's graduating with a, uh, in accounting. She's taking the CPA this summer. She's already got a job that she starts this fall as an accountant. You know, outside of our business uh, at a, uh, Elliott Davis in Greenville. So we're excited for her. Our plan is that um, hopefully she's going to work there for a few years and then hopefully come back 
and then join us. We think she's going to learn a lot about not working with dad and all. And we do take the risk, Ron, is that she may absolutely love that and she may not come back. So I bet that's a risk I'm willing to take because she needs to work for she somebody needs to outside. Spread her of wings. Me. Absolutely. So, whoo, I just unpacked a lot. So I want to have a family meeting. That's a great start. Okay. Let's talk about how you might have a family meeting. Okay. First thing is there's apprehension when people start having a family meeting. There always is. I know. In the seminar, I put up a slide that said, family meeting, enter at your own risk. <laughs> and there's, but that can be dispelled. Listen, guys, and you would be the initiator in this case. Someone has to take the flag and carry it. And your wife, and you and your wife would probably have a conversation that says, you know, I met this weird, weird guy. He says we ought to have a family meeting. And, and I would suggest that if you are going to start that, that that you talk to both of your children and you say, listen, clear your calendar for next Saturday morning or maybe Friday afternoon or something, and uh, here's what we're going to do. We're going to sit down and I want to share some things with you about what my business means to us and to me and what it might mean to us for the future. And we're going to try something we've never tried before and we're going to have a good time too. So that's the way I might set it up with them. And then you build a small agenda. And that agenda might not last more than two hours for the first meeting. Mm-hmm. You're, you're at a stage where you're not, you're not way down the road and you've got 15 family members to deal with. Right. So this is a good place to practice and a good place to start. In the last one, we talked about one of the primary reasons being to establish communication patterns to understand the values of a family and the business together and maybe even in maybe in the first meeting you could talk about what are our foundational beliefs as a business Hmm. we believe in x y z you have a mission statement you have guiding principles well have we ever really talked about what those mean in our family Mm -hmm. okay and then that might easily segue into talking also about what are the ones we have in our own family. I tend to like to divide the family meeting into two parts, the business of family and the business of business. And they always overlap. They don't get broken up entirely like that. And, you know, you could have a conversation like, uh, maybe they already know this, but a lot of people don't. Do your children really know how you and your wife met? Because a lot of times people, their children never, never knew. Yeah. Um, do you understand um, how your grandparents came to be uh, owners in this business? How did they ever even get in this business? Hmm. Um, you know, do you understand and re- do you have any knowledge about the history of our family? Were, the, were any of those people in the military? Did they serve in the war? Um, there's, there are neutral topics to start with in a, in a family meeting. Mm-hmm. And so that gives you conversation uh, pieces about history of who we are would be a good family conversation. Another thing is to meet on, on uh, I want you to meet in a neutral place. I don't want you to meet in your office. I really don't want you to meet in this conference room. Mm-hmm. I want you to... Uh, if, you know, maybe you go and you you actually rent a little room in a restaurant and you have a little meeting there. Or, um, I mean, some people might meet in a church. You could ask for a meeting room in the, at the church. Right. 
Um, I've done them in lots of different places. And so that neutral territory also takes you out of the position of being the big bad boss, you know, so dad's, dad's in charge of this. And um, those are some of the starting elements to it. I mean, there, there are a lot more things that you can do. And you mentioned, uh, I'm talking more than you're asking, so I'm okay. Yeah, going. you're I'm good. You keep going. going. Well, you use the word opportunity. Uh, for the next generation, there's a list of things. This is an opportunity, not a right. And that's good. I like that. And they need to know that. This is an opportunity. It is not a right. You are not entitled hmm. to be in this business. And when, when I see uh, folks, they get in trouble when, when that happens. There's, an there's always an attitude of uh, kind of a family business, na natural entitlement. It's there. It's ours. We belong to it. But... but uh, but you need to stay with this. This is an opportunity for you. It is not a right. That's really good. I like that. And, and so in your family meeting, you might also talk about what's already obviously happening. Uh, your daughter's going, once she finishes school, she's going to work somewhere else. You know, uh, Tucker, don't expect to come back here right out of school and go to work. Yep. Uh, and... Tucker, I don't want you thinking this is your fallback position. Mm -hmm. I mean, some of that kind of conversation, uh, if you really go to, when you get in school and if you get inspired and you think this is the place to be, we'll have a conversation about yeah. that. But there's no pressure for you to do this. Yeah, that's great. No pressure. Yeah, that's really good. Um, sometimes the simple question in the family meeting is, is to ask your kids what are they really thinking about for the future. Mm -hmm. um, and sometimes they might know and sometimes they might not. So That's good. Um, you know, one thing that when, and I mentioned to you when I met you uh, just, you know, very recently, is that, you know, I want to have, you know, one of my takeaways, I'm going to have a family meeting. And one thing that you mentioned is that don't overwhelm them with too much information. Yes, yes. Right-size your information. So that's why they're meeting in, in your meeting, if I'm just talking and helping you do that. Yeah. I would say you do that meeting, and that's a two-hour meeting. Mm -hmm. And the first hour is about family, or maybe three. And the first hour is about who we are as family, and then the second hour is who we are as business. Mm -hmm. And how those things might overlap. And, and what does this business provide for our family? Mm -hmm. And... Uh, from there, you know, end the meeting in a, uh, and then go do something fun. You finish up, you go practice what you preach. We had a meeting, now we're going to go do something and we're going to have a good time and we're not going to talk about business. Yeah. Um, so, and, and I think another thing that set the stage, and you could ask me for this at some point, you say, Ron, I'm getting ready to have a meeting. Is there something my family could read that might help everybody mm. get prepared for that meeting? And I spoke to you about a family that I've been working with for years, and they have a meeting that they facilitate themselves once a, one, one time, and then the opposite year, the next year, they use an outside facilitator. And the dad typically sets the agenda for that meeting, and he always sends out something for everybody to read ahead of time mm. for, before they come to the meeting. And that becomes the kind of the opening uh, warm-up, if you will, 
for the conversation. You know, he might send out an article about, uh, I know one time he sent out an article about, the title of it was, You Can't Have It All. And it was about life and trying to cram everything into it and what you, some of the things that we all need to know. Mm-hmm. And so they had some conversation about that at the beginning. That's good. I mean, that's real good. So um, in regards to, so keep it light. Keep it light. Right yeah. size it. Yep. Right size it, but then you know how often of a cadence. So you're you're talking to you're yeah, you're you're cadence. talking to me. So how often should I meet with? And you know you know my family dynamic. You know, you know right now it's just four of us. So but it may increase in the future. We yes. hope it does at some point. So how often should we meet? You should meet at least once a year, and probably twice a year. It would be more beneficial because you get a little practice and a tempo or a cadence, as you said. If you meet once and then you don't do it again for two years, what good is it? Mm-hmm. You really accomplished nothing. Mm-hmm. I mean, you really, you got started. And so I would tell you that if you met, let's say you met in August, I would say to you that you ought to have your next meeting sometime next spring. Mm-hmm. And there may be things in between that come up and say, hey, guys, let's have a quick meeting and have a conversation. Mm-hmm. But everybody's involved in that. Yeah. You know, um, and I know, uh, you know, for our listeners that are leaning in, this is a conversation between Tim and Ron about how we're doing things. But, um, you know, one thing that we put in place, I believe it was in 2018, is we put a trust in place. Ah, so, okay. So our, our kids don't know little or anything about it. But they're at an age now, one of the topics I think for our family meeting needs to be trust, and they need to understand that now. We've been very careful on too much information. Would that be the place to talk about our trust with them? It would be, but I probably would tell you not to do that in the first meeting. Okay, that's great. That's a little bit bigger than I would think okay. would be important in that first meeting. Okay. I might tell you to do that after the third meeting. Okay, that's good. When there's some practice going on okay. and, and people are now comfortable with the idea that we're going to do this, okay. and your two children now are saying, oh my gosh, here he goes, dad again, he wants us to meet. Yeah. Now they're saying, okay, it's time to have a meeting because yeah. we're used to doing it. Yeah, that's good. And so I would tell you to hold off for, okay. for until that point. That's great. Uh, do I give them, so I'm going to let them know ahead of time, hey, uh, you know, and I'll, honestly, I'm going to try to schedule this within the next month. I want a spring meeting. In a fall meeting. There you go. So I'm gonna I want to get the schedule on the next month. I may call you and ask you a few questions That's and send you, send you I'm send you my to, agenda. I'm happy to do that. That's great. But I think um, you know as we go through, let, give them a heads up, give them the agenda ahead of time. I, I just I'm a big fan uh-huh, of that. Uh-huh. Uh, are you in this example? Do you give the agenda ahead of time? I have gone to, uh, have most often given the agenda ahead of time. Okay. Okay. Yes, I have. You know. Yeah, so, because people need to know the structure of the time together. And sometimes I haven't. Um, when we've done, we do retreats. That's different than just a family meeting. And mm-hmm. a retreat is a family meeting over two days. Okay. And so it's it's much it's structured a whole lot differently. It has a whole lot more information in it. Uh, and there's a lot of pre work to getting to do that. Uh, so that's really different than a starting family meeting. Okay. And. Uh, you know, I, I mean, I think that so my head is right now talking with you, Ron, is swimming with information about what should I talk about and whatnot. I want to keep it honestly. I think that if, if I if I created the agenda right now and I sent it to you, 
I think that what I would I would send it out is that the business of family and the in the uh, business of business. Right. And I, those would be my two agenda topics, and that would be it. I think that would be perfect for a first meeting. Yeah. You know, and not go too deep, but I think to talk about the history, to talk about um, you know how we started, how our my grandparents were involved in the business, just to give a history of it face to face over a meeting. That's right. And then and then to talk about some of the family things, but keep it light. You know, you know, we don't need to get into uh, wills and trust and no, all no, that no. stuff. That that's two or three years away. Mm-hmm. I mean, so, but I, I mean, to me. Is that what you would That's recommend? what I'm talking about, okay. and that's exactly what I mean by that. Okay. Um, some families even realize in a meeting that one of the things that is done today is people are doing videos on the family history and the business. And it's a, it's a legacy video of mm. history, a story, and they're doing it in writing too. And sometimes out of these family meetings comes somebody who says, I'm going to take charge and do that. Mm-hmm. And they start putting together that. Another thing that in the, maybe in the first meeting you could do this, it certainly would be good to do even in, in the second meeting, is to talk about the philanthropy of this family and this business. It's a very neutral topic in the sense that it's not got, it doesn't have any uh, burrs around it. It's, it's got good stuff to say. You know, one of the things that we do for the community how we are represented in, in this community mm-hmm. is partly because we give to the community in these ways. And you, and you share that with the next generation. Mm-hmm. I bet they, they may have some idea of that, but I don't think most of the time they really know that. Yeah. And, and so that's another neutral kind of topic um, that can happen in a family meeting. Okay. There's a list of documents that come out of family meetings over time, like an employment policy, an ownership policy, who you know who can own, uh, and in, in what points. I have one family, and we created a part-time employment policy for family members, and then uh, several layers of, you know, you start out and you can test your wings, and you can work as a teenager, and there's a place here for you, but there's certain rules, and then you move up into late adolescence and. Uh, there's still a place you can test and work here as a college student or out, out of, back home after the military or whatever that is. And then by the time you get to be 30 years old or 32 years old, we expect if you're gonna, if you want to be an owner, you get to be in what we call the owner track. You now have committed yourself to a career in this business, mm-hmm. and you have to be a career person in order to own in that business. Mm. They don't let anybody else outside other family members that are not working in the business. Okay. Okay. And all those things got created in a in a meeting. Okay. Yeah. Um, the first meeting, it should just be us four, would you think? We I should think not so. have a facilitator. I don't think you would need okay. it if in your you and I might talk about that later. That's always difficult for me to answer because I, I like for you to also just not have to be on. Yeah. I like for you to be a part of the group as an yeah. equal. Yeah. And in that sense, a facilitator really brings a lot to the table. Mm-hmm. They come prepared. They know where they're going in lots of ways. And, and it allows you just to take off your dad hat, your president hat, 
and you can be in the room as just as Tim. Yeah. And and you change hats ten times in that meeting. Yeah. But um, you know, ideally, I would always like to have facilitators in those meetings, and because of that neutrality piece. So, would you recommend knowing what knowing what I've told you about me? Would you have one in the first one? I'd say why not? Okay. I mean, what? Yeah. I mean, okay. I think it would bring a lot to the table. Okay. So. Okay. You could do it without it, but it it just frees you up. Uh, yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, lots of times when I do that, people say, well, Ryan, you're just trying to sell your services. <laughs> <laughs> I, I truly believe that it frees you up to participate as opposed to having to direct. Yeah. Uh, you know, a side note, I know that in business for many, many years, I led all of our meetings. I don't anymore. Okay. I have another person, another per- one of our team members. I am very involved and active but I don't feel like I have to do all the notes and all the follow-up anymore. Someone else does that. That is very freeing for me. I think it would be similar. That's the same thing. I, I think it would be. So I think that's uh, I think it's really good. Should um, should we allow, like you know, primarily my wife and my kids? What we're talking about here. Should should I allow time um, for them to ask questions? And make sure everyone understands the process. Absolutely. Okay, I agree. I just want—I just Absolutely. thought I would ask for our listeners. Well, and you have a little outline of things. Um, you know, I—I I have a set of rules that I use for meetings uh, about communication, mm-hmm. and uh, one of those rules is a talking stick, and who holds the stick talks. Everybody else has to listen. Mm. I like that. Uh, another rule is I, I think it works great, and, and I don't know, in four people that might not be a problem, but in some families they don't really pay attention to social norms. They interrupt people all the time. Mm-hmm. We have what we call a three-knock rule, and that says, are we off topic? Anybody can do three-knock and say, mm-hmm. listen, are we really talking about what we're supposed to be talking about? Mm-hmm. Um, those are some of the things that, that help guide those meetings. Your children may have been in, here's something that could help anybody moving into a family meeting. Your children may have been involved in scouting or some other organizations where they have experienced previous meetings and meeting structure. Mm -hmm. Uh, Your daughter, I don't know, she may be in a sorority. She is. Okay. She knows, she's, she's experienced a meeting structure and she may have even been a part of designing that. She she has. Okay, so there's some there's a basis that you can spin off of that says, listen, you know what this is like. Mm-hmm. You know what's necessary when you're running an organization. Mm-hmm. Our family is an organization. Our family is actually a business of its own, just like this business is a business of its own. Mm-hmm. So we want to put ourselves in the same room and learn together. That's that's really that's the that's piece. good. We want to be that's in the good. same room and learn together. As our listeners are hearing the silence, I made a note about <laughs> learning together. So because this is great, I've got some great takeaways um, um, you know, today. So this is not often do do we talk about an example for me, but I think this is going to be some great takeaways that I hope our listeners have leaned in and they, they say, hey, you know what? I need to have a family meeting because I'm telling you, I'm going to have one the next month. That's well, what I'm, I'm making that commitment. And you got to this place. Let me just put a little plug in here for the Family Enterprise Institute. You got to that place by having a light bulb go off because you were in one of our seminars. Mm-hmm. This organization, I believe in this organization tremendously. I participated in 
Furman University had one for a while, and, and I participated in that way back in the 90s. University of South Carolina had one, and it went away after a while. We have not had a family enterprise institute in the state in many, many years. And it is a tremendous resource, and we are in the, still in the startup. We're a year and a half in. But there are a lot of resources that can come from that space, just like when you were there the other day and you said, oh, never thought about that before. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do that. Yep. And so it's designed to help family enterprises stay strong and be sustainable over time, and therefore it makes it better for the economy of the state. Yeah, oh, that's great. That's great. Well, hey, uh, Ron, as we close today, do you have a, a piece of advice that you'd like to give our listeners today? I think once you do a meeting, you're going to be glad you did. When you're starting to do it, you may be apprehensive. But do a little more reading. Do a research. Do a search that says family meetings for small businesses mm -hmm. and see what you find. Yeah. And you, you'll get two or three ideas. And, be, and remember, keep it simple and right-size it. Don't put too much. Uh, you asked me about facilitator, and I'll leave on this note. There are certain meetings, and I said, that an attorney can facilitate. They are usually very tactical meetings, and they can overwhelm family members. Mm -hmm. um, so I don't recommend using those accounting folks or um, attorneys for just this kind of meeting that we're talking about. Mm -hmm. But let's say three years from now you want to talk about a meeting, you want to have a conversation with your family about your estate plan, mm -hmm. and you do that and you have your estate person there with you to help clarify, Yeah, that's very helpful. Sure. I, I mean, I can tell you stories about that. I mean, I, my dad had his structure set up, and and I, I said, I, I was doing a seminar in North Carolina, and I drove home. On the way home, I said, you don't even know what's going on with your own family business. And I hadn't been in that business for years. Mm -hmm. So I took my dad to lunch and I said, Pop, if you get hit by the bus tomorrow, what happens? And he told me and the hair on my neck stood up. And so later on I asked him, could I go with him to meet with his attorney and his accountant? And my brother and I went and we had a meeting and it was great, but they could structure it and tell us what to expect but right. that was a very different one than just the first sure sure so you know this is great hey this is i know that i'm i'm uh i'm excited to have my first family meeting and i look forward to leaning on you a little bit before i do that so i'm going to start working on this thing this week and we'll get this thing planned and uh i appreciate you uh being on the podcast today and for our listeners hey if they are if they love what they're hearing from you, how can how can they uh, connect with you? RonReese.com, R-E-E-C-E. -E. All right. Well, hey, um, Ron, thanks so much for being um, on the podcast today. This was beneficial to me, and I look forward to seeing seeing how my first family meeting goes. And uh, hey, I'm, I'm thankful for you. Thanks a lot. Thank you, sir. Yep. Everyone, hey, thanks for listening. Take care, and God bless. If you'd like to continue the journey with us, please subscribe on iTunes and leave us a review and let us know how we're doing. If there's specific topics you'd like to hear, be sure to put that in the comments as well. We'll be launching a new podcast on the first Wednesday of every month. If you know others that would get benefit from listening to this podcast, please share it with them and we'll be seeing you guys next month.